You're listening to the Strategy in Small Doses podcast, the show that gives you short, story-based strategy sessions to which you can easily relate and take immediate action. Each episode is aimed to help you reduce the overwhelm, create massive clarity, instill you with the confidence you need to grow your business, and create a clear plan to get you there. So let's dive in with business strategist, mastermind facilitator, productivity expert, and your biz bestie host, Michelle Denio. Hello. All right. Today we're going to dive right into a topic that came up. Of course, you know, there's always a story came up with several clients actually. And so I want to share, and it's about taking on a client um, that is not necessarily your dream ideal client, but it will create a nice foundation for you while you are building, or if you're in a growth phase, Um, what this, what I really am talking about is like when you are in a stage of growth, maybe you've decided you want to change your packaging. Maybe you want to, you've decided you are ready to change the position in your market from a general copywriter to only writing sales pages for conversion. Right. Um, and there's this period and I will give you the, the exact example is a, um, client who is really transitioning more into the tech VA, um, high-end tech launch integration role, but she was approached to take on a retainer-based client that was doing a little bit more of the VA-style tasks, some social media management, and some other things, right? But not necessarily in the tech world, but all things that she could do. And she was asking, like, should I take them on? even though they're not necessarily like ideal what I'm doing now. And this was the same situation for another client who was transitioning, okay, to a different role, different position in the market, right? Um, And my answer is maybe, right? But one of the clients that I dealt with said to me, I feel like if I take her on, I'm keeping myself safe and in my comfort zone. And I know that I need to move beyond my comfort zone. Okay. Now, you know, I am always here to push you outside of your comfort zone. However, however, I will never, ever, ever tell you to push yourself so far out of your comfort zone that it affects you financially, right? We all have bills to pay. We have a family to support. We have mouths to feed. We have, you know, mortgages or rents to pay, right? I will never tell you to not take on a client if it means that you're going to have your mortgage available, right? So I call this like keeping a foundational base, right? And some key things you need to think about, like if you are in this position where maybe you're transitioning and you're deciding which clients do I keep on, which clients do I not keep on? Like ask yourself these questions, okay? These are the questions I want you to ask yourself if you're thinking about this. Do you like this client? Like, are they really easy to work with? Do you love everything about them? Do you enjoy it? One of the clients I was working with, she's like, Michelle, I love working with her. And although my role is with her is not going to be at the tech and OBM role, but I love working with her. It's consistent income. She pays her bills on time. You know, we have a great working relationship. She knows how I work. I know how I, she, you know, right. Like, why would you give that up? Right. Until you're until your schedule gets to a point where you no longer can, there's absolutely no room and you have to make that crucial decision. But if you have the time and capacity to keep somebody on that you love, or like even if somebody new comes your way and they're like, you just love them, even though it's not necessarily like that ideal client of what you're trying to build, but it's an opportunity for you to create like consistent income, like 
think about that, like, because it's about, be, take the financial pressure off, right? As long as it's not capping you to where you have no room to take on your ideal clients, then I say go for it. Like, it's not about, that's not staying safe. That's being smart. That's being responsible. Like, you have a business to run and bills to pay. Like, that's being responsible. It's not, it's not a bad thing, okay? The other question I would say is, like, do you like the work you're doing? So if a client is coming to you and they're asking you to stay on board, like, are they having you do tasks that you don't enjoy? If you are doing tasks for them that you don't enjoy and you don't want to do it, then maybe it's not worth keeping them on for the foundational reoccurring income, right? Like, there's no point in continuing to do something you don't enjoy unless you absolutely has, you know, you have to have the money. But there's always room for like a new client. So if you release them because you're doing tasks that you don't enjoy, you can take on somebody new, right? It opens up room in your schedule to take on somebody different. Um, and then like, does, again, does this leave you time to get those dream clients, right? So going back to the example with the client, it was like a 20 hour a month retainer. And she has right now probably about 40 to 50 hours a month available. So yes, this client was going to take up 20 hours a month, but it's 20 hours a month of consistent reoccurring revenue. And it allowed her 30 hours available to build and get those dreamy tech integration, really hone in on that new niche and really get comfortable with it and really decide where she wanted to go with it, all while still having this foundational base to keep her kind of going. And so when it becomes that point where you are getting known as the expert in this new field and you've got referrals coming in and you're getting to a point of fully booked, then that's when you have to look at whether or not it's time to release that client, right? And can you help transition them out? Can they come up, you know, can they move up with you? Is there opportunity for them to be in the new space that you are in, you know, there's a lot of factors here, but my most important key factor that I really want to tell you is like, don't feel bad about it, right? Don't feel like you're keeping yourself in your safe space by taking on a client that maybe isn't like 100% your dreamiest, not most, you know, amazing client, but it's allowing you to take the pressure off while you're in a stage of growth. That's responsibility. That's creating foundational income. That's not at all, you know, just like hiding. I don't view it that way. I had another client who scaled. She was scaling and moving her business away from retainer to VIP days, okay? She kept a lot of her retainer clients on until her VIP days were booked out so much that she really didn't have time. And then she transitioned them. Some of them converted to VIP days once a month, right? So instead of being like 20 hours on retainer, it was one VIP day a month. So that's what I'm saying. Sometimes they can transition with you, but sometimes they don't and that's okay. And then the conversation is, hey, I've decided to change my business model, but I'd be happy to help you find somebody that can take this on for you. Like there's really great ways that you can make that transition very easily, but don't cut yourself short, right? Don't add stress to yourself by putting this financial burden on yourself by like eliminating all your clients while you try to grow something brand new. No, if you have clients and you love working with them, keep them, keep them until you, until the time comes when you absolutely can't. Okay. Don't, don't let some of this other noise in the industry let you think that that that's wrong. I, personal opinion as always, but 
I'm always here to take the pressure off, right? Like we want to build businesses that we enjoy. We want to build businesses that we love. We want to build businesses that we're excited to show up about. And if you have a client that you love working with and it brings you joy, don't get rid of them unless you absolutely have to, you know, like, I don't care. Even if you're transitioning, you know, yes, growth requires change, but you can keep them along for, through the transition for quite a while. Okay. Um, I hope this was helpful. I really feel it came up quite a bit. So I wanted to share it and talk about it. But if you have questions or you're not really sure, it, you know, always, 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 always reach out. Join my Facebook group. Let's talk about it because I've been doing a lot of live Q and A's in there based on some of these podcast episodes. So if you have a question and you want me to answer it, pop in there, drop your question and I'll answer it live. All right. I'll talk to you soon. Thanks so much for listening. This podcast was designed to help you. If you have a specific topic or struggle you would like Michelle to cover, please feel free to send them her way. If you enjoyed today's episode, please share it with others, post about it and tag Michelle on social media or leave a rating and review. For even more strategy tips and tricks, subscribe to her bi-monthly newsletter as she sends out exclusive bonus episodes to her email list only. Thanks again and see you next time on the Strategy in Small Doses podcast.